1: Okay. No crying this week, even though we're talking about stress less sleep more. I can't believe it is week 11 of the IME reverse your insulin resistance challenge. It's our 12 week health challenge and it's on YouTube on this video and it's on the IME community podcast. So like and subscribe to both of those follow at ime community on tiktok ime underscore community on instagram so i'm showing up every day i'm doing videos i'm doing posts i'm doing tiktok lives for coaching and it's been incredible and so i've already reached the um, measure of success that i set for the challenge the number one i had two actually the number one one was that i was committed to showing up every day doing videos every week creating this amazing content and And I've done that, and I'm excited. Next week is gonna be relationships and boundaries. Last week we wrapped up self-love superpower. Of course, I think that's the most important week. This week on stress and sleep is obviously super important. It's also, it's just a heavy week. I mean, we're talking, especially with stress, I'm gonna get into ACEs and trauma. So just know that that's like, this week comes with a little bit of a trauma warning, okay, for you. But I promise we're gonna have fun. You're not gonna feel stuck. You're going to get support and you're going to learn a ton, okay, because I'm here for you. My main thing with creating all this content and getting it out there and how I've thought about it is I'm getting out to you exactly what I've had to create health transformation and to create my healthy life, and it's incredible, okay? It's really incredible, and I love showing up, and I love coaching on lives and last week we had I had a couple wins with the um well it's we because it's all of us all of us are our IME community so getting a lot more followers on TikTok we're close to 50k which is awesome and so if you were the 50,000th follower on TikTok for IME community you're going to get a free copy of my book The Magical Everywhere which is an incredible children's book and I interviewed um Gigi's mom. Gigi was inspiration for the magical everywhere. Gigi is the magical everywhere and we're continuing to spread her beautiful powerful message. She was a patient of mine who um, so sadly and sad for the world mostly died of brain cancer when she was eight years old and I wrote a poem for her that was read at her memorial service and then I promised her mom I would turn it into a book and my beautiful brilliantly talented friend an artist, musician, writer herself can do everything. Jill Dreyer, she lives in Portland, Oregon. She's been my BFF from kindergarten. She illustrated the book, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's called The Magic Library. You can go to IMECommunity.com, click on IME Books, and a portion of all proceeds of all profits go to Benefit Child Health, a nonprofit organization. So we've already supported um, foster children getting. Uh, books um, from Osborn Books, which is really cool, and um, we're going to be working with uh, Reach Out and Read here in uh, Nebraska to get books in the hands of young children, and I'm going to be, uh, of course, donating several of the Magical Everywhere books to spread Gigi's message here. So I am so excited about that. Also, same thing on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram's slow to build. I really haven't spent much time on it at all. And I have someone who works with me, does amazing posts um, and has better strategy, I guess. I don't know, but um, we're growing that. And if you're my 500th follower on, which we're almost there on Instagram, uh, then you get a magical everywhere book too. So we're gonna be alluding lots of fun things with that. Okay, so the other measure of success was, number one was that I was gonna show up. Number two was that I would get a million views on the TikTok videos that I did during the 12 weeks of the challenge. Last week I decided to go through and count them up because I'm doing like one, two, or three a day uh, videos of TikTok and then I show up and do live coaching and almost every day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes zero, but usually every day. And I really love doing it. It's so fun to coach people from all over the world And they have amazing questions and um, life coaching is so powerful for all of us and the work of self compassion and then just learning a metabolic health approach to reversing your insulin resistance and recognizing we got to reject diet culture and think about how to look at this in a different way and approach and you have power to choose for yourself where you want to start so anyway a million views of the videos that i created since starting week one day one and so I have, I don't know, 150 some videos that I've created and I mean, they're short and it's so hit and miss on TikTok. I mean, you the strategy is kind of interesting. After this challenge is over, I'll reflect on some of that and maybe it'll help you if you wanna be a content creator on um, TikTok, cause I mean, I'm almost a 50K, 50K followers. And I started at obviously zero, not that long ago. So anyway, um, and it could be a million. I hope it's a million. I want it to be a million. Maybe today it'll happen. Who knows? Depends. Maybe it'll take another five years. Who knows? But I'm committed to that goal of a million followers for any community because when we're creating this amazing, huge community where we're just reversing all of what we've gotten wrong and creating a healthier and more fun path moving forward in a supportive community along the way. So last week, I decided I was gonna count up my videos. I like to count stuff. That's, that's like, I love math, and I just like counting a kind of OCD kind of about that stuff. I wish I had OCD about making my bed or doing my laundry or cleaning the dishes, but today I've been working on this content and I haven't done any of that stuff, so my house is gross. Anyway, we'll get to that after this podcast. It's my podcast, I can cry if I want to. And anyway, so I had 940,000, you know, plus or minus, a couple hundred or whatever, uh, last week. And so I'm like, I had two and a half weeks to go, of the challenge, which absolutely comes as no guarantee. You may think, oh, that's only 60,000. You have 940,000 so far. Some of the videos get like 100 and some views, you know, And, and some of them that I think are amazing get like hardly any views. And then I'll be like, I'm getting shadow banned on this clock app. And my kids are like, mom, no, you are not. (laughs) You're definitely not getting shadow banned. People have a cringe meter. And then when they just see the, you know, they scroll onto it and then they're just like, ooh. And so I'm like, oh, really? Okay. So my daughters are like, no, you need like more of a hook mom for them. So and I'm like looking at the um, videos that have gone viral that I've done. And it's true. I call them viral when they've had like 450,000 views. I think that's good, I had one that's almost like that. Okay, so I was like, okay, flippin' strategy here. Time to put on a flipping strategy. So I probably need one video that's gonna get me at least like 50K. So then um, one of the some of the things that have resonated with folks is, I mean, the main thing is like when you're going to be a creator on these apps, is you have to be offering something. So if you're like the go-to expert, like I am on these topics and these issues, and you've gone through it yourself, oh man, awesome. And you're willing to show up, oh man, awesome. And you're a coach like I am, oh, awesome. And you're a compassionate person, yes. And you're willing to show up and connect and you actually think it's absolute fun and you wanna create and be there and people trust you, you're going to be successful okay that's why I watch like my friend Brandon McDermott who I interviewed on this podcast and who wrote the book Abandoned Brandon and he's from Nebraska now he's um, well he's a bigger TikTok star than when I interviewed him and he's on Instagram now and he's getting these amazing brand deals and he's a DJ in Iowa and anyway that's what we talked about um that i mean if you're willing to just show up and connect and show compassion to people that's that's what works but also that you're offering them a different way of thinking about something that um is actually going to be helpful because um and you're not just giving them some sort of dogma something that they're just like oh here you go um spoon feeding people okay so when i said like Obesity is hormonal, that was like a big one. When I talked about medical gaslighting and weight stigma and bias in healthcare, those are my biggest um, videos that go. Um, When I'm willing to be Dr. Carla, activist MD, and really stick up and say, this is where we've gone wrong, and um, we have to reject diet culture. Um, When I call out parents who are weight um, victimizers, who are weight bullying their kids and their teens, those are all really powerful uh, videos. So anyway, just keep that in mind. And then also there's some uh, TikTok creators who actually show you like the, go through like what are the new trends. And if there's a, um, a trend where there's only been like maybe like five or 6,000, I think um, vid- uh, creators creating using that um, trend, then you can really hop on it early because the ones that I've done where I've been like really slow um, to get on those, they don't really have much plate. And I'm like, that's an awesome one. Like I did the one where the guys who are dancing and they are just like, you know, mm, 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 you know, that one. And, um, see, doesn't that look cool? See, that's not cringy. Anyway, I thought that's really good. You know, and it was like when I coach, um, doctor, other doctors to ask teens permission before they talk about their weight, you know, and I thought that was a good one, but it was I was so late on that trend that it didn't, you know, it didn't really hit. So anyway, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Okay. And um, the the two that I follow, I think the one is called the Good Social, and she's she's never steered me wrong. And then the other one is like the Mrs. Peterson or something like that, who do a lot of that kind of telling you what the latest trends are to hop on. Okay. All right, so let's get back to the challenge. Yay, week 11, stress less, sleep more. All right, follow along here. Make sure you're following on TikTok. Share with your friends, please. Get on the IME community podcast on Apple and Spotify. So learning how to stress less and sleep more is a very important part of our overall health and our health transformation life goals. And in fact, we know that diet culture teaches us the opposite, right? Right. I mean, it keeps us fixated on just one area and that's just focusing on our, you know, calorie restriction and a number on the scale. And it's just like boring, it's unfun, it's a newfnu. New. Unfun backwards is newfnu. New. That's the term that I use for in community when something's really super unfun. So, but what's really effective is taking a holistic approach and focusing on all of our health, including stress less, sleep more. If you wanna focus here on just this, And these two go together, stress and sleep. That's an amazing place to get started. And you always get to choose. And there's power and choice. And it's really powerful. You're going to get powerful results that you create on your own when you choose. Awesome. Cortisol is our body's stress hormone. And the problem with cortisol is cortisol itself, there's no problem. It's created to keep us safe. But our bodies are not meant to constantly be exposed to stress hormones, just like our bodies are not con- not made to constantly be exposed to processed carbs and high levels of insulin. And they have to adapt and create insulin resistance. And with cortisol, they cr- it creates what's called to- chronic toxic stress. That's the adaptation in our bodies. And we're going to talk more about that Thursday, especially as it relates to ACEs or the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, okay? So cortisol raises insulin levels, and since we are week 11 of the Reverse Your Insulin Resistance Challenge, we're talking insulin resistance, we know that constant Constantly elevated levels of insulin usually translate to weight gain and then all the other poor health outcomes that are related to insulin resistance, like metabolic syndrome, which I talked about in week seven, your metabolic health. You should go back and listen to that one, it's powerful. So remember, you're worthy of your healthy life, okay? And I've coached you on taking massive action on your goals, but starting with one goal at a time, that's really important. I know we wanna do all the things and we think I need to fix and solve everything. And my hair's doinking out here. Ooh, that looks good. Okay. And But, but don't get too excited, okay? You're going to cause yourself more overwhelm. So take an action on a goal to stress less sleep more means you're taking massive action on your health goals. And again, you have the power to choose where to start. We all know there's like a healthy amount of stress and we're always gonna have stress in our lives, right? But the problem is when we, are, when we are continuously exposed to cortisol, we see poor outcomes and chronic diseases like obesity. Again, you're never stuck, you're never stuck. And I always believe in your unlimited potential to live your magical healthy life. So if you're a teen 12 to 18 or a parent of a teen 12 to 18 struggling with their weight or body image make sure you go to my website go to imecommunity.com and sign up for my email list you'll get the make it fun to get it done three-day email challenge which is fun okay it's how I do everything if I'm not feeling it I don't do it I don't do this podcast if I'm not feeling inspired okay I do it when I'm ready to have fun I want you to sign up for my email list and then also make sure you click on join IME community and become a member and you're going to find it easy. It's fun to connect with other teens who are going through what you're going through and I'm there to support you. You get Zoom coaching and your own member login. It's awesome. Okay, so do that and let's go with the week. So stress less, sleep more Monday instead of eat less, move more, which is the public health messaging that's been out there for decades. Fine. Okay, sure. Thanks for the advice. Thanks for all the evidence-based treatment. Eat less, move more, lose weight. Oh, thanks. That's all I needed to know. I never thought of that. But let's try a simple message. Let's switch this up That are and one that's actually helpful. So I wrote this one last night. Stress less, sleep more. That's a message we can wrap our minds, our bodies, and our health around just like a nice warm self-acceptance blanket that's always readily available to you always readily available so stress and sleep play an important role in our overall health maybe even more than eating and movement i don't know but all we ever hear about from diet culture like i said is focus on restrict calories which for me anyway creates even more stress in my life it's unfun new new, and life is meant to be fun we can choose a fun life it's okay it's okay so no thanks on what's going to feel restrictive i'm not interested in that anymore In my life okay I'm excited to help you take a holistic approach to health with a challenge this week this is what I do this is what I have intentionally done over the last four years of my life okay and our health includes a lot of measures including stress and sleep and it's one of the reasons why because health incorporates so many different measures and parts of ourselves that weight and health aren't exactly correlated and we shouldn't ever judge someone's health based on the external, which if you are listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube video, you know as well as I do. I'm preaching to the literal preacher here, right? <laughs> you all are preachers here. Um, and we literally know nothing about anyone else's health. And on TikTok, I'm constantly supporting the body positive creators out there because they get so much health cyberbullying. It just ticks me off and they are accused of promoting obesity. And it's like just them existing is brings on this bullying and it's ridiculous. But they're doing amazing. They're incredible. They're powerful. Their message is awesome. And I hope they are just hugely successful and become huge social media influencers. And I get some of them on my podcast is my goal. So a lot of times we hardly know anything about even our own health. So how can we judge somebody else's? So make sure you're not doing that. So where will you write our new and fun and actually helpful message so you remember this most important aspect of your health? So just get a... just get a post-it okay here's your easy action step for the day on monday put stress less sleep more on a post-it note that's it and then you're done for the day okay easy i let you off okay wake me up before you go go tuesday we're talking about sleep let's talk science of sleep i'm going to speak to you in a really excited voice so you don't fall asleep while i'm talking to you about sleep i've had a little caffeine today a little, I usually have too much. Stress, less, sleep, more. I need to work on this. Um, both of those things, I'm going to. Okay, um, you've probably heard about sleep hygiene. Uh, maybe not, if you're a teen, maybe your mom still has to remind you to wear deodorant. I don't wanna be rude here, but I have to remind my son of that. Stress, less, sleep, more, but he can be pretty good. You know, And he likes uh, Dr. Squatch soap and all that kind of stuff. He's a pretty funny guy. And he's not pretty funny, he's actually flipping hilarious. And I'm thinking at least one of my children is gonna be a comedian. <laughs> they better be, anyway. Um, okay, so no big if you haven't heard of sleep hygiene, but sleep hygiene means cleaning up your sleep routine, like decluttering it. And this is a massive action goal I'm working on now, and let me tell you, I have some work to do, so we're gonna do it together, okay? So how much sleep do we need? Depends on your age. Oh my gosh, one thing I saw said today that teens need around 10 to 12 hours of sleep a night, which is a lot, I know. But I mean, trying to get eight or nine, please, okay? Screen time and sleep. I know sometimes teens, especially on the weekends in the summer, we could sleep way more than that, right? That's okay. So screen time and sleep. Screen time recommendations are so limited for children and teens now, which I get but if we're a doctor a parent of a teen listening let's not ruin our credibility and just say especially to teens that they should not be getting more than just like one hour or so a day a screen time because even though it's true it's a good recommendation it's founded in evidence base it's but it's just that we've seen such an uptick in screen time with covid and we're all feeling pretty overwhelmed and i think like how can we help our teens create more of a balance and have a softer approach. And what ask the teen, you know, like, what can you do instead of screen time before bed? What are the steps you might take that are specific to help you do that? What's your current thinking and feeling about staying off your phone a couple hours before bed? Because that's what's gonna get in your way and the thought is just the thought. And how can you decide ahead of time? And parents obviously create boundaries around screen time it can help our teens create a balance Um, but and i'm in the middle of this with you like smack dab dealing with this too like for myself and then also with my teens who just get their stuff done and see no problem in it okay so i'm here with you we're all going to work on this together um, recently, my daughter Audrey, I asked her to do some research for IME Community around junk food marketing to teens on social media. So, and the words that I would use from that I learned from her research is how these companies market, do digital marketing to teens is tactical and subterranean. The ads are embedding and cueing stimuli of the urge, craving, conditioned over desire for processed carb filled foods in our brains. So you're being influenced and you don't even know it, just something to keep in mind. And ha, you get my little pun there, something to keep in mind when we're talking about brain science? Okay, how is sleep deprivation related to weight gain and poor health? Um, There may be a few reasons for that. Our hunger hormone levels like ghrelin and then leptin is the, Hormone that tells us when we're full, those may be off. So we can't really tell if we're hungry or full. We have more time to eat when we're not sleeping as much, which actually that cracked me up so much. And we spend the next day too, when we haven't gotten enough sleep in energy seeking behaviors, like eating quick energy foods that don't serve us in our goals, like sugary processed carby foods, okay? Also, I'm gonna ask you a question, do you buffer with sleep? Sometimes we all do and remember we talked about buffering with food before and buffering is when you look to the external to solve something internally okay how do you know if you buffer with sleep if you're buffering with sleep that probably means you spend a lot of time in bed but still feel tired and you're not getting done maybe what you need to do and you want to do so ask yourself on tuesday wake me up before you go go tuesday Wake. ask yourself do you how much sleep you do you usually get how much sleep do i get what's your sleep routine ask yourself how can i improve my sleep hygiene in other words declutter my sleep routine very important do you need the quiet do you need a noise machine do you need to limit screens a couple hours before bed how can you do that specifically what can you do instead limit caffeine intake keep the room cool and dark shower before bed wear loose pjs do a sleep meditation. See, make sure you see the light in the morning. Like you have the window open so that the light, works. otherwise we're gonna have a hard time getting up and keeping on our circadian rhythm. The light helps us with that. Okay. Under pressure, do, 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 Under pressure, Wednesday. Um, and also Vanilla Ice stole that. I mean, but I like Ice Ice Baby. I do like that song. All right, not as much as Under Pressure by David Bowie and Queen the coolest song one time when iPods were as fancy as technology as we had um that were out there my family and I were on a plane and my husband was like Carla he grabbed my iPod he's like you've listened to this song over and over and over again and I'm like I know I know I really love it but I was like really what was going on in my life was that it just I really related to it and it helped me Uh, relieve some of the it was like a pressure valve or something I felt like with my work especially and family and everything going on in my life that I was under pressure that I had the weight of the world on my shoulders and that was just a thought but I didn't know it was at that point um, because I didn't literally have the weight of the world on my shoulders you know all those things that I thought I had to do probably were fine if I didn't do them you know But I hadn't discovered life coaching yet. I hadn't discovered the transformational power of managing my mind and learning that it's just a thought that creates my feeling, okay? That pressure was created from the thought of, I've got the whole world on my shoulder. I have so much pressure. I gotta do all these things myself. Anyway, but I do love that song. It's awesome. So I mentioned before, cortisol is our stress hormone. It does serve a function to keep us safe, okay? but it increases insulin and insulin causes us to gain weight. So not usually a problem when cortisol is released and we have a push of insulin unless we have chronically elevated cortisol. So reducing stress is super important. We have to be intentional about that. And A healthy dose of stress is okay, and we can't get away and control all the stress in our lives, but we can take action to reduce stress. Stress relief is an action. It's not sitting in front of a screen, okay? Whether it's moving your body, getting outside and connecting with nature, your friends, your family, practicing deep breathing, meditation, drawing, writing, music, journaling, doing thought, thought downloads, doing a brain dump. It's all a part of active stress reduction and that's the goal, okay? All right, what's your ACEs score Thursday? So today's message um, for Thursday comes with a little bit of a trauma warning. We're gonna be talking about the um, ACEs study. Have you heard of the ACEs study? Uh, The ACEs stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, and that was a study done by Kaiser, and I think the CDC too, measuring 17,000 patients, ACEs scores, and then determining the score as it related to health outcomes in adulthood, especially like chronic diseases. So ACEs measures 10 different areas of trauma in childhood, in the areas of abuse, neglect, exposure to domestic violence, substance abuse, mental illness, and whether or not a parent was incarcerated. Um, The study showed that if you have a score of two or more, so if your answer was yes to two or more of those, then you're at risk for adverse physical and mental outcomes as an adult in chronic disease. And that includes chronic diseases like obesity, and it's what I saw in a lot of um, my patients, and what inspired me after I went to the National American Academy of Pediatrics um, conference and exhibit in Washington D.C. in the fall of 2015. So six years ago, I got to listen to Dr. Nadine Burke Harris as the keynote speaker for the conference, and she is the pe- she's a pediatrician in California. She's the Surgeon General of California now, and she's the expert on pediatric Aces and. She talked about and coined the term uh, chronic toxic stress in childhood and talked about the adverse um, effects of chronic toxic stress and what that means to our bodies. And so when I heard her speak, which I had been a fan of hers, and I was so excited to listen to her and I went to that um, conference in DC by myself and I had my amazing nonprofit, teaching kids to fish. And I was the pediatrician and lead, the founder, funder and medical director for a pediatric weight management program called Heroes here in Lincoln. And it took me three years to get that going. So i had been a pediatrician for that clinic. And I was like, this is what I'm seeing in my patients. This is what I grew up with. Um, my ACEs score is actually a 7 out of 10 which is really high and I'm sure my sister's is that too and it makes me really sad when I see that score but um, and I also know like the becoming obese um, was tied to the trauma and chronic toxic stress I experienced growing up and I'll talk a little bit more about um, what you can do um, because definitely like this is out of the scope of what I'm going to talk about on this podcast and also more importantly it's out of the scope of you know what I do with IME community as a life coach and even as a pediatrician because you want to get to a trauma-informed therapist for sure Um, and I've definitely worked with um, therapists in my life to help me and I'm going to encourage you to do that okay IME community can be a super helpful adjunct add-on to that and help you reach your goals and um, so anyway I listened to Dr. Nadine Burke Harris and I was like Oh my gosh and then went to the U.S. Um, capital we had a speak up for kids rally so all the pediatricians we had our stethoscopes we had our white coats and we were advocating for um, it was the hashtag every child needs safe environment sound relationship and healthy or sound nutrition and healthy relationships and I saw that and I said that is the vision for what I what became what's called the Center for the Child and Community that I founded and uh, funded with all the assets of my nonprofit organization and led, and um, for me, like personally, like I'm, I'm celebrating and I'm also celebrating like being free from two two years of, of leaving that job per my attorney's directive. Um, that was another bout of trauma for me that I dealt with um, in my. Um, in my adulthood, but I will tell you, like, it's why I'm fearless, why I became Dr. Carl activist? MD is like, I know that about myself, like, I have absolutely no fear um, to speak up for children, and I, I found that out, like, I knew that about myself, and then I found that out in that situation, and it's like, you can take your high-paying job, but you're never going to silence me. Um, so you're gonna, I mean, life is gonna be like that. You're gonna experience things. You're gonna get your butt kicked when you put yourself in the arena. And Brene Brown talks about this a lot. And I mean, you know, you're daring greatly. She talks about that in her book and her podcast for her, her TED Talks, it's awesome. Um, but it's, a, you know, you're taking action when you do it, okay? Um, Those of us who have experienced trauma, if you have a high ACEs score, I would say if you're a teen, I would definitely work with your doctor or your parents, maybe not your parents, but work with a doctor, work with a therapist and ask them about ACEs. I wouldn't take it on your own. I mean, I don't know. I just think we need more help and support. And like I said, like for me, like as an adult, I've sought a lot of help and had help from trauma-informed therapists. And then as I went through the trauma with my workplace uh, trauma, Uh, I really worked closely with my amazing life and well-being coach, Kristen Webster, to really help me heal intentionally and um, get centered and get internal and um, create what I wanted to do. Get back to my original vision when I started my nonprofit of creating community solutions for children's health. And the thing is like, there are things that you don't cause and you can't control and you can't fix what's truly broken. I learned that. But your vision for yourself and your life is yours. Think nobody can take anything away from you. Nobody can take anything away from you. You own it. You own your vision. That is the most powerful thing. And if you align your actions with your values in life, you're untouchable. You're untouchable. You will heal. You will find the best people You will create the most intentional community with people who have the same vision for you. And it can be a gift, like it was for me. It can be an absolute gift. Um, But we have to intentionally heal. All right, so check out um, my IME Community uh, YouTube interview with Brandon McDermott. Maybe you follow him on TikTok. He's a very big TikTok star, He does lunchbox reviews. He's super funny, he's a DJ. And he's on Instagram and he um, wrote a book called Abandoned Brandon, which is how I got familiar with him, became familiar with him. And then I started, um, I became Facebook friends with him and I really supported his book and it's powerful what he's been through. And that podcast is really, really powerful. So you can see like with intentional healing moving forward, like it doesn't, your trauma doesn't have to dictate your whole life okay and I think he and I talked a little bit about you know when people say oh well that's what makes you stronger or that's because you went to that so no no don't ever don't ever say that please don't say that to uh, someone who's been through trauma that um, I'm not doing this because I went through that I mean maybe I am I I think I'm more successful at it because of that because I am a truly compassionate trustworthy person who really only cares about the vision and I'm fearless and speaking out, but I don't. I I don't think I would have liked to have seen what my life would have been like without that, you know, but I don't have a choice, right? We only have a choice with intentionally healing. Okay. All right. Changing your brain Friday, rewiring it. Have you heard of neuroplasticity? That's so cool. It's a cool word our brains are changing malleable and adaptable like all the time until we die literally all the time we do have to challenge our brains to try new things we have to try new things that challenges our brain and think in different ways to create new pathways and connections in our brain and it's always possible your brain's going to be changed after this podcast mine will be too okay And I love the book Live Wired by David Eagleman. He's a PhD neuroscientist, researcher, and also a writer. And I heard him on the Brené Brown podcast. I'm a huge fan of hers, obviously, and all the people she has on there. And anyway, so check it out if you get the chance. Check out that book. Um, We spend a lot of time managing the world in our brains. I do. And sometimes arguing with reality, right? I mean, our brains offer up tens of thousands of thoughts per day which create a response in our body, which is our feelings. We are not our thoughts and we don't have to stay attached to thoughts like paint on a wall that don't serve us. So start rewiring your brain by creating awareness of what's going on in there on the daily with thought downloads or brain dumps. So do like one, three or five minutes. I'm gonna give you a challenge, like a seven day challenge to write a thought download do a brain dub it doesn't matter what time of day you do it when you do it whatever it doesn't take long obviously one through five minutes it's not a long time but it's worth it and do that for a week and then just go back and see what's what's the story your brain's telling you and what are facts that you can actually prove or that everybody in the world would agree on okay so This is powerful work. It's like the first step in creating thought awareness, which is life coaching, which is self-coaching. It's powerful. And then that helps you create the results that you want. Okay? Let it go. Let it go. Perfectionism, that is. Let perfectionism go. It's easy because it doesn't exist, but we grip onto it. We grip onto it and you know you're a perfectionist if have you heard that um jeff foxworthy comedian you know you're a redneck if my mom would be like he is so funny <laughs> okay i think he's funny for a while but that's kind of it but you know you're a perfectionist perfectionist if i'm not even perfect at saying the word perfectionist so i'm maybe I'm, i am though and it's not anything i'm happy about it's grueling it's grueling hell <laughs> to be perfectionist to have those kind of just that kind of behavior that you're still attached to it's I get stuck in it and then I can tell when I'm stuck in it and now I know like when I'm stuck in it at least and and to pause and and I and not to force myself through it because it just it I just have to take a break from it to disrupt it, okay? Because it's such a strong pattern in my brain. Okay, do you have patterns that are keeping you stuck? Do you? Um, I'm talking patterns like perfectionism. Have you labeled yourself a procrastinator? If you hesitate to get going, you have a lot of fear, criticism, self-doubt, failure, and you feel like you have to get like an A on the first draft and that you should know everything before you even started to learn it, then you may be a perfectionist. Okay, I go through this with my um, with my kids. Um, well, especially like my oldest daughter. I mean, she's just an amazing person and just the greatest, sweetest, smartest, most awesome human. And um, she really has, was always like that when she was little. She would say, "Don't say good job, say bad job" with her little toddler spoon. Would be she doesn't like syrupy praise. And who does, you know? And I think she was always like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm, you know, I'm not jumping through your hoops. I think that's what it was. It was like condescending to her, she said. I think I've talked about that before. But um, sometimes like when you're really um, good at like certain things and a lot of things like she is, then you think you should know everything before you even um, get started, okay? Maybe you can relate to that. We all can, right? Here's the good news though, you're not stuck. So once you recognize how perfectionism comes up in you, and then when you learn these skills that I've been teaching you of self-love superpower, so you just have your own back and you move forward with that, then you're less afraid of the criticism of others because you're not gonna make it mean anything, right? You have your own back. You're not gonna make it mean anything. When failure is only learning, right? and you're always curious and you're kind to yourself, then you'll keep taking action. You're not scared to take action, okay? Because you're not gonna make it mean because there is no perfect. There is no perfect, it doesn't exist. So try B minus work on the first draft. Not everything we do has to be an A, especially the first time we do it, okay? And I don't have to be perfect, you can say this. I don't have to be perfect, I just have to be perfectly kind to myself that's the only thing that's the only thing okay healing on purpose playlist Sunday you know I love playlists okay this isn't a real funky one but is awesome and important for us to decrease our anxiety all right so we made it if we get to Sunday let's exhale this has been a really tough week talking about sleep and stress and all of the things have you heard the term, time heals all wins? Just give it time. If people said that to you? It's kind of frustrating when they do that. Um, I think it definitely helps, for sure. Time does help. It helps, like, dissipate, like, kind of the the strength of it, right? It helps to fade. It helps to heal. But what also helps is healing with intention or healing on purpose. So... Don't be hard on yourself, or listen to that negative self-talk brain, or attach to all the negativity that your brain's bringing up for you when you're having a really tough time. We can start recognizing it. Are you being harsh? Are you making it mean something about you? Welcome your human emotions and allow them. You are on this journey. It's okay, you're strong enough, they're there. You are entitled to your human journey it's time for self-love superpower other things to consider you can try which are cool things are like sound therapy EFT is called like emotional freedom tapping which is really cool there's some coaches who do that or psychologists maybe yoga is amazing Uh, meditation is incredible Try a gratitude journal. So I use the five minute journal. My coach had me do that. You might wanna get that. I'm creating a gratitude habit stick journal for IME, which is awesome too. Um, Gratitude, active gratitude practice helps us to cultivate joy in our lives is what Brene Brown found out. So please practice that, that's amazing. Also, the relaxing playlist that's a few like top anti-anxiety busting songs. I just figured I just picked a few out of a list of 10 that I found online. This is for your listening and relaxing pleasure. So Strawberry Swing by Coldplay. Oh my gosh, I love that song. Someone like you by Adele. Mm I find someone like you. To try to sing Adele on a podcast, give me a break. Um, okay, weightless by it's Marconi Union. I listened to this, this is a really cool calming thing. This is going to be very relaxing, so don't listen to it while you're, you're driving. If you're a parent or a teen who can drive listening, you probably, if you're a teen, this one you may not listen to, but it really does calm you down. This may be one to listen to before sleep, or if you're really stressed out, um, that maybe weightless is a good one to listen to, and that was actually the top like anti anxiety song on a playlist okay it's all instrumental all right that wraps it up what a great week and then next week I'm going to be talking about relationships and boundaries we are created to have boundaries healthy boundaries it's amazing okay I will leave you with this when I was coaching teens in IME community last week I asked them what their definition of self-compassion was and I was really floored by it and I found it to be exceedingly helpful and it was that um, you don't compare yourself to others, that you break your goals up and you take them on little by little, and you don't judge yourself along the way, that you know your limits so that you don't get out, so that you know where you're going and you know where you're going to stop. And I said, that's boundaries. And you may think, why are we talking about all of this stress and sleep and especially relationship and boundaries and self-love superpower when we're talking about metabolic health reversing our insulin resistance or weight loss goals? And it's it's the work of our lives. This is the most important work to do. And this is what leads us our issues with our relationships and our boundaries. These are the hardest things in life right? Learning self-love superpower, these are the hard things, but we are worthy of these self-love superpower goals. We are worthy of having healthy relationships and healthy boundaries, and that's what leads us to overeat the stress from those things. So once we learn to, you know, manage our mind and allow our human emotions and create with intention, healing self-love superpower and, you know, wonderful relationships and boundaries then oh everything's perfect it's just a date it's no summit we're just working towards it together and learning together okay and the cool ways that we all think about it differently was what's really powerful okay well I love all of you and I hope you have an amazing week and please reach out to me and please join IME community if you're a teen and let's go all right (music) bye-bye
0: Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.